the new iPhone, Lego cars, Xbox's new pricing strategy, all this and more on Tech Yeah, episode one, coming up right now. Let's go. Everybody, this is Tech Yeah Podcast, Episode One. Sitting here with my uh, boon companion, Bill. Tech Yeah, Tech Yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, just want to say hello to everybody. Bill, you gonna say hello to everybody? Yeah, how's it going, everybody? Sure, yeah, welcome, welcome to the actual episode number one. The actual number one. Now, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard, there's like a a prequel episode that we made. It's like the origin story. It's kind of an origin story of <laughs> Bill, how that came to be. My origin story is actually going to be done as a sequel prequel. So it'll come out afterwards. Right. And then we can do an origin story for me. Yeah, so the like timeline this, is going to... We're jumping around the timeline a little bit. I want there to be some mystery. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You're um, shrouded in it. So, yeah, let's get started. Um, so as you know, or maybe don't know, um, our you, goal here—they probably don't know because this is episode one. Yeah, but I'm going to say in the <laughs> intro, so they might know. But you know, our goal here is to talk talk tech, talk uh, gaming, kind of tech culture. Me and Bill both are tech professionals, if technically, we, if we do say so ourselves. Um, and so, um, I just want to start off. How you doing, Bill? And uh, what was your week like? I'm doing well, Tony. Um, everything's going great. Had a couple of really good streams this week, which was a lot of fun. Um, I actually, on the stream I did last night, this is this is tech-related. Um, so in the Flight Sim community, um, you have like the vanilla Flight Simulator, which has like auto-generated scenery. But you can add, um, they're called orthos, over the, the mesh world and their satellite images of the area. So I flew to this uh, this new airport I'd never been to, and in the middle of the stream, everyone was like, dude, you should get the ortho for this. And I was like, oh, you know, it takes like a while to download. So in the middle of the stream, I stopped everything, shut the simulator down, and downloaded freaking orthos and just was sitting there and had like 25 30 people watching me download i hate downloading during stream it kills my upload so my stream gets all like chuggy yeah. and gross yeah tell people uh what you're streaming right uh, i'm streaming x-plane 11 so it's a flight simulator uh i stream it two three four times a week kind of preparing for real world flying yeah so that's that's my wheelhouse yeah i've really been kind of i've had a not a bad streaming week but a light streaming week um because like lately I've been streaming like a ton of Wreckfest, which is like this kind of off-road driving game yeah. slash demolition derby game, super fun game, which is great. It's yeah. super great. Yeah. But um, but this week I've just been really busy, and uh, and I know we had a friend streaming on Tuesday doing a build, and you know it's always it's always so weird, right? Like you don't want to you don't want to stream over someone else's stream that's like part of the crew. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I try to avoid that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it's really hard to be like. Well, your stream's going a little bit long, so yeah. I'm just going to get started and yeah. try and pull people away if I yeah. can, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, the only the only caveat to that is like a co-stream, you know, like if you're playing the game at the same time with the person and you're both streaming. But yeah, I'll try to like, I'll wait until they're either like wrapping up or, you know, just do it on a different day. Yeah, he went pretty late, which is great. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's funny. I sound like I'm complaining, but I was very happy to watch him stream and yeah. see his stream have viewers. Yeah. Um, but it did limit my streaming time. And then last night I was out. I actually went to... Have you been to Frankincense? No. So Frankincense is like down the street. It's like an indoor swap meet 
kind of like show floor, kind of trade show floor kind of thing. Okay. Is it kind of down by railroad, whatever, like at the end of. Yeah. If you take it all the way down. All the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've seen it. And it's crazy. It's popping on some nights. Uh, It's open Wednesdays and Saturdays only. Okay. Yeah. So Wednesday Wednesday, going if you go home that way, you're screwed because there's a million people. Wednesday nights, it's popping. Yeah. In there. Yeah. And uh, we went to look at Gundams, of course. Of course. What am I going to go look at? Yeah. Such a nerd. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) 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 it did. Seriously. I ended up buying any because they they charge too much. But... um, but so I didn't really stream last night because we did that and then went to dinner yeah. and I got home at like nine and it's it's so hard to get started for me like late like cause I yeah. work in the morning I want to be in bed by midnight or one yeah and it, I think it just I feel like it just takes a couple hours to really like have a stream like go from stream to like this is popping yeah you know but um yeah so I've been doing that I've been playing a lot of Overwatch there's a new like Diva Mountain Dew skin that's come that came out is so. it an actually Mountain Dew it's it's co branded no they call it like uh, Oh, it's the in-game like yeah, fictional cola. drink. Yeah, got it. Okay. Whatever the in-game okay. diva drink yeah. is. Um, yes, um, I've saved the comments. I'm not an Overwatch fan, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody is anymore. I think people just do that, it. is that died out a little bit. I think it's a kind lot of, of it. I think it's kind of turned the corner where it's just a thing people do. I mean, it's like, the same. Is it the same fan? Not. I mean, fan base. Is it the same player base largely as Fortnite? I mean, um, are, the sa- are the are the people playing? overwatch now playing Fortnite. no i think it's just like blizzard people okay like world of warcraft diablo yeah. heroes of the storm yeah overwatch okay i i i'd compare it a lot in some ways to world of warcraft where yeah. i feel like people just do it because they have it right they're not they don't necessarily love it yeah you just turn your brain <laughs> off and yeah. you're just kind of like going yeah. through the motions almost um but the other big thing i think that was I don't know. This is the end of last week, or was I don't even know if it was this week. But this week has been one of those weeks. Yeah, but the, yeah. that cyberpunk gameplay came out. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I have, and I knew you were going to say that. I put you, it on the list. Yeah. Well, I knew you were going to say that it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because it's the first bullet point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew you were going to say that you think it's amazing. I saw it, and I didn't think it was that amazing. I have a hot take on it. It looked super derivative to me. Um, like technically it looks really good. The, you know, the skin models, the, you know, the God rays, the particle effects all looked good. But when, cause I had heard about the game, but until that gameplay that came out, I hadn't read, I didn't know what it was. So when I saw that it was like a first person shooter kind of like action game, I was like, ah, oh, damn. Did you ever play the Witcher three? Uh, a little bit. Not, I didn't, I didn't play it. I have. I have played it, but I didn't go for it. So I, I think the thing, like if you haven't played The Witcher 3 and you see that gameplay trailer, it is super derivative. I think the thing that's impressive about it or the thing that I'm looking forward to is that um, The Witcher 3 was super derivative. You know, it's a, just an action RPG. Skyrim. With a small skill tree. And it's third person. Yeah, like Skyrim. Better looking of. Skyrim. Uh, it's third person. But yeah, it's a, a better looking Skyrim. But the thing is, when you played it, you realized like, Oh, these decision trees like matter. Okay. And the story like matters. Yeah. And this gameplay is fluid. Yeah. And these interactions and this writing is good. Yeah. And and then you're like sixty hours into it and you're like, this is great. Like yeah. I'm just really into and this. And that's and that's a good point too, because one of my favorite video game franchises ever is Grand Theft Auto, and those are like I mean, talk about derivative. 
Um, but like the gameplay is super fluid and the writing and the story is fantastic. So it's probably just, I mean, I, I looked at it as like a new IP and where there's, there's been some, um, you know, like the whole battle Royale thing was fresh at the time. I mean, it's not now. So I was kind of hoping for, for something other than, you know, like, uh, you know, James Bond type, you know, like GoldenEye ish type of game where it's just you know. Have you played Fallout three or four? Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more like refined Fallout, yeah, than GoldenEye, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be. Um, and GoldenEye is probably a bad example, but you know what I mean, like a, a first, first person, person like a, where a you, shooter. Yeah, you you have you know corridor ish, and it was probably also you know the the level that they showed in that gameplay footage where it was very corridor, you know, like God of War, not God of War. Um, what's the other Microsoft IP? Uh, Gears of War. Gears of Gears War. Of War. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, you know, super fast pace. You run behind this thing. You shoot a guy. You reload. You know, you get the little, you know, the first person I got shot indicator. I promise it won't be a corridor shooter. I promise. If it's not a corridor shooter, then then I then visually... And like voice acting wise, um, seamless through the cutscenes. Like there, you know, there wasn't any cutscenes. Um, I like. I I think it has huge potential. But my first reaction was like, eh, this is. It's a graphical, you know, like, eye porn. Yeah, as the like game nerdy half of this equation. Yeah, I was very impressed by the, um, by technically how it looked by. Um, how many people they were drawing like when they go out in the street and I've, I've heard this a lot so it's not like this is yeah. an original thought but the amount of unique people in the streets was amazing so i didn't even get to that part of the gameplay oh okay i didn't even see that part i i stopped it when they pulled the naked chick out of the tub mm, okay okay i saw so you boobs. saw like the i saw boobs and i was like this is kind of all i need to see i am gonna get this cyber <laughs> boobs though so it was <laughs> it was strangely unsexy it was 100 percent unsexy yeah it was like but i was like there's full-on nipples in a video game sign me up yeah i'm in you really should have played more of the witcher 3 there's unicorn sex you don't have sex with a unicorn you have sex on a unicorn oh yeah thank you for clarifying yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's a distinct difference between there's a very distinct difference and it's important to realize that difference right (laughs) like i think that's that's a big deal um Okay, so now that that portion of the show is finished, yeah. uh, oh, the uh, motion sensor lights are about to go off. Oh, and it is. I like the mood. That's okay. It's really dark in here. Yeah, uh, right, we'll just go from here. Uh, I can't read the news, but that's okay. Um, so the next portion of the show, we're going to jump into the news. And I think the big story, and especially from where we stand, is the uh, release of the RTX from yeah. NVIDIA. Yeah, the 20 series graphics cards. 20 series graphics cards with ray tracing technologies. Yeah. All right, so uh, a quick disclaimer here. Um, Tony and I work for a well-known tech online retailer. That we do. Um, so the the ex- the um, opinions expressed here are that of our own and do not reflect the opinions or thoughts of any other persons or companies or businesses implied or otherwise. So, you know, when anyone gives a disclaimer like that, some shit talking is about to yeah, ensue. We're about to, we're about to <laughs> smash on it. So we're, 
we're gonna talk some shit about some graphics cards. I got some takes. I got some takes too. All right, you go for. I want to hear your takes. Okay, let's tell you first. Okay, so my my take on it is I love it. I think that um, hardware wise, I mean, like you can't you can uh, who I can't remember who said it, um, but that you know the processing power will you know quadruple every two years. That was Copernicus. Okay. Yeah, it's a Copernicus's theorem. Theorem. Yeah. So that obviously is really not realistic. Um, so the hardware wise is, you know, you can only pack in so many, uh, you know, the silicon can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably. I mean, I think <laughs> I mean, we're going to keep getting smaller, but it's not going to be at the same rate. Like it's going to, it has to slow down a little bit. And I think we saw that with the gap between these, the, the 11 series and, or the, you know, the 10 series and the, the 20 series, it's been two and a half years. Um, but I like, I really like in this launch initially that they, instead of saying we've got, you know, X number percent more teraflops and this much more VRAM and this many more computations per second, they went with an actual graphical benefit to the consumer that they were able to show in a, in a demo. Like it's really hard to show in a demo on on a new GPU release like this, hey, we have, you know, look at these benchmark results and look at how many frames per second more we have from last year. But they actually showed you a tangible, like here is ray tracing off, here is ray tracing on. Look at the reflections of the, you know, tank explosion in the the puddles on the ground. And that I thought was, one, a gamer-focused uh release and you know they didn't they didn't really talk about um ai or self-driving cars or uh cryptocurrency it was this is a car generation at least initially at launch that's focused on gamers which i think is really really cool um the other side of that is this launch to me meant absolutely nothing in terms of my games like my gaming I think it's a bamboozle and a half. I think we're an epic bamboozle is incoming. Um, so, real quick, what, let, the rundown. All right, so the twenty eighty Ti we've got September September twentieth, twelve hundred bucks. The twenty eighty Ti. Oh, we don't. We'll just do founders right now because that's what's coming. Uh, reference boards should be cheaper. Uh, I think you actually have to go touch it now. I don't think it'll motion back on. Uh, the 2080 Founders non-TI is $800. Uh, references are 100 cheaper. And the 2070 Founders is 600 bucks. Okay? These high. Pr- they're, those are high prices. They're very high. And, you know, I think what really happened here and what they're not telling you is that they've basically gotten rid of the third tier, right? Uh, yeah. The 1080 had three tiers. You had your 1080, your 1080 Ti, and your Titan, right? Yeah. Now instead of a Titan, you have a TI. Right. And instead of a TI, you have a 2080, right? A right. non a right, non right. Uh, upgraded 2080, yeah. right? Yeah. Where the 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 regular 1080 class has basically been eliminated from the equation. Sure. Right? And it just seems so clear to me that this has been put in place to ensure that the 2080 never has to benchmark against the 1080 TI. Right? They're they're trying to realign these cards because of fear of processing speed that 
they want to keep the 2080 and the 1080 Ti out of the same conversations. They want the 2080 to bench against the original 1080 so they can show the gains they want to show, right? You see it in the graphs they've already released where it's like, oh, the 2080 has two times two times gamerness over the 1080 like yeah. these kind of unsubstantiated numbers right and i think what's going to happen is we're going to get benchmarks and ev- nvidia is going to insist that these partners show them the 2080 versus the 1080 instead of the 2080 versus the 1080 ti which is the real matchup we should be looking at and people are going to feel let down with the the actual performance for price you know i think that that's really going to be the outcome of this and um you know, my only takeaway is this is get a 1080 while they're cheap, while people are trying to upgrade. Well, that's what I was just going to say is that in for the next year or two at least, the 2080 or, you know, the, the 20 series GPU release is really just grab your 1080, grab your 10 series that you've always wanted. Um, you know, just in full disclosure, Tony and I, you know, even though we do work at a large online tech retailer, um, our GPUs are are very modest. I have a 970. I, I have a and I have a 1066 gig. Um, you know, so we we're not sitting in a room full of like yeah, GPUs we that we can be you know testing all the time. So I am not a frames per. You know, I'm not an FPS snob. Um, you know, and those of you that are, um, you know, and that are are excited for you know, the next generation or have a 1080 Ti right now and, you know, upgraded from a 1080, um, you know, you're probably yelling at us and stop because this is episode one. So pace yourselves. Yeah, yell at us. (laughs) There's going to be plenty more opportunities to smash comments, angry comments. Um, But I, I don't care about FPS. As long as it's playable to me, it doesn't bother me at all if I'm at 70 versus... 55 like i'm not gonna notice i do i do care about fps even with my modest card yeah um i have 144 hertz monitor i have yeah. g-sync i have a 2k display like i do yeah it's a nice monitor i do like the fidelity of it but you know graphic cards are very expensive they're like, they're really expensive and like bill said we do not have access to any any graphics card we want to pull off the shelf and use obviously yeah so um i do care and um and that's kind of the disappointment to me in the way I feel like these are rolling out. I could very well be completely wrong. This thing could come out and just crush. And um, yeah, I just yeah. don't. I don't see that being the reality. And you know, like like you, you know, I get it. RTX. It looks cool. The ray tracing. It looks neat. But you know, like Hairworks looked neat. Um, Ansel looked like there's. Nvidia has always found a way to bundle these. Um, these these feature sets in their cards or in their chipsets that don't really um they don't really find a home you know even like shadow play shadow play was very exciting for for capturing short clips um but you know anyone that really wants to capture their gameplays they've bought an elgato right they're not capturing through shadow right play. yeah um and we yeah and you're, you're totally right if you're listening to this Anytime after, you know, like September 2018, you're like, what are these idiots talking about? So, you know, once we learn more about these cards, it, you know, it'll, our opinions will be likely, you know, likely be changing. Um, but from, again, I know I'm in marketing, so I know that this is all marketing speak, but 
if if it truly is the difference between drawing a line in Photoshop made out of pixels versus drawing a line in Illustrator using vector math and if it's that big of a fundamental change in how they're they're drawing drawing light rays in video games to unload you know like the actual individual pixel uh computations and making it just math lines um then i think it could be revolutionary in um like how the graphics are being pushed out versus just cramming more uh you know, little silicon switches into a chip. And that's kind of what I mean where it's like, I don't know how much hardware can improve one year over the next versus we figured out a different way to kind of make this math happen. Yeah, I mean, my last word on kind of that subject is, I hope so too. Like Vulcan, like what what we hope Vulcan will be. Like you're, you're not changing graphics but you're changing the way the math is done so you're able to do more with the same hardware yeah i hope so too i hope it is a future thing but even if it is the 2080 is not the generation you're going to experience that on no right yeah we're talking about the in two generations where these 2080s are affordable yeah and uh, widely available because you know people can still have to make games that support older cards for yeah. a very long for time. For a very long time. Yeah, I mean, knock on wood, the cryptocurrency mining bubble has burst. So when this announcement was made, the first thing I thought about was keep an eye on 1070 Ti prices. I don't know. I was checking, or, my, you know. <laughs> I was checking my Robinhood today. Bitcoin was at like seven grand. Yeah. So I want to be careful. Um, okay, second news story. Uh, what is my second news story? Okay, uh, Xbox Game Pass. I thought this was super interesting. You might not be that interested in this. Uh, I'm a, I mean, I'm a console guy. I, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a recent convert from consoles. So, so have you seen the story yet? No, I haven't seen the story yet. Okay, I'm gonna actually read this paragraph. It's okay. from from Game Crate. Yep. written by Justin Wu. Okay, Microsoft recently announced they're launching the Xbox All. I can't even read Xbox All Access program. This program charges users a monthly fee and provides an Xbox One S for twenty one ninety nine a month, or an Xbox One X for thirty four ninety nine a month along with a two-year subscription to Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold. After two years, you get to keep the Xbox One console, and the services move to a month-to-month subscription. Keep in mind, if you're signing for the program, you can't cancel, return the Xbox, or the subscription. You're on the hook for two years. Microsoft promises more than 100 free games through Xbox One Game Pass, including Xbox One exclusives, the day they're released, yada, yada, yada. Okay? Yeah. So if you're looking at now like a... A phone lease style yep. process to mm-hmm. owning a console. Yeah. And I'll tell you this right now, if I didn't if I wanted an Xbox One X, yeah. That's a really good deal. That's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. The the first thing I thought about after you read that was um next week Sony will announce the PlayStation four for twenty ninety nine and the PlayStation four plus for Thirty three ninety nine. <laughs> I hope they do. I would like I to they do, do a pro. Like hundred percent. hundred percent. I found this really fascinating. Fascinating, right? Absolutely fascinating. And you know, it's like uh, necessity is the mother of all invention. I mean, they they are hurting this cycle, and they needed to come up with something to get people into an Xbox. And holy crap, that's genius. Yeah, Xbox has. I am not an Xbox fan. I have. Uh, I have my issues with Xbox. I, I 
I still hold resentment because I had a 360 get hacked yeah. and um, by some like, I don't know, some South American kids that bought FIFA and Xbox refused. They they only gave me half my money back Ugh. and they locked my Xbox Live account for like six months Ugh. and like all your games are tied to that and like your saves, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was so mad. Like I was so mad and they kept like extending me month by month. Like, oh, here's a free month. Use it on a different account. Here's a free month. Use it on a different account. And uh, it drove me nuts. So, like, ever since then, I've been like, I'm never I'm never touching a fucking Xbox again. Right? Um, but Philip Spencer has been doing crazy things with Xbox lately. And I feel like they are positioning, themse- positioning themselves for the next generation to be so strong. Right? If the next generation launches yeah. and people yeah. just got to give them $30 a month to get everything... People are going to do that in droves. Well, it depends. So I, I look at it as uh, another at another way. Um, potentially, we're assuming we're coming towards the tail end of this generation. So they're ramping up. They Microsoft knows what the next gen Xbox is, mm-hmm. um, and they're they know what the numbers are. They know how far behind they are. If they can get, if they can convert enough people over to an xbox xbox one x or x whatever um from like maybe early adopter ps4 guys that you know want to have both and like oh that's a sweet deal like i'll you know get an xbox too i i you know i kind of wanted to play forza or whatever um you know just like drug deals like the first one's free yeah you know they're gonna they're gonna cook you on their ip and they're gonna give you you know they're gonna know who these monthly uh, you know, fee guys are, and they're gonna give them, you know, try Forza Horizon for you three get months them with the game. Oh, you did get I just... them. You get Xbox One Game Pass, so every Xbox well, exclusive. There you go. Is included. Yeah, there, there you go. In the price, they they want you to play their IP. Yeah, you're. That's what I mean. This is like. Yeah, it's it's so genius. It's, it's really so good. it's really good proactive because now you can like there there's this like sales marketing tactic that I, that I know you know Tony but it's like people don't want to give up what they already have they don't want to add things that they don't have and it's like you know the old example is if you have a car and you have it fully loaded and you tell the guy the price and you say okay well what do you want to remove to get it down to your your price more often than not, they will always be above their original asking price because they're like, ah, you know, I I want the leather seats. Like, don't take that away. But if you give the guy a base car and say, okay, now add items up to, you know, your your original price, they'll always be under it. Like, they're less willing to add stuff than they are willing to take away things. So if you give somebody Forza Horizon and then the next Forza Horizon comes in on the next console... They're gonna be like, oh man, well I can't. I've I have Forza Horizon now. I love it. Like I don't want to not be able to play it. Like I just think about like if you let's say Forza is a good example, right? I lo- I liked Forza a lot on three sixty. Love it. Great game. Love it. It's like the for- new Forza Horizon's coming out. It's gonna have massively online, right? I don't know if you saw the thing at yeah um, at seasons, E3, right? And all, yeah. Seasons and all that, right? It comes out. You don't have an Xbox, but you're excited to play it. And you don't want to play it on your PC or you don't have a PC, right? I've actually, side note, I've driven one of the cars that's in Forza. Not like sure, sure the one that was scanned. Oh, like the Forza Like the cars? actual car that they used in Forza. Oh, that's cool. But if I told you $22, you could play today. I'd be like, okay. Like, where do I, how, how many times do I have to sign my names? Because I'll sign it as many as you need. Yeah. 
right? It's just freaking genius. It's I'm, genius. I'm contemplating so genius. it now. Yeah, yeah, everyone is, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone is thinking, like, do I need an Xbox? Like, yeah. what games should I play? If there wasn't such... Um, if their games weren't so available on PC... Yeah, right. I would be all over yeah, this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason I own a PS4, really, is because you can't get right. those games on PC. Right. Um, okay, I think that's enough to say. Yeah, no, that's that was that's a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad you picked that story because that's very interesting. No, I believe your you got, move, Sony. I believe you got a story for me here. <laughs> I've got a, I got a couple. Okay, so I'll, I'll go with the kind of the. Th- this one's kind of interesting. So, um, I saw this this morning, and it was a a picture on Instagram of a Bugatti Chiron. Which oh, I is, saw this on Facebook. Yeah, dude, it's, yeah. it was cool. And I looked at. I mean, I was, it was during my like morning Instagram scrolling, and I see these two Bugattis going down uh, Volkswagen's high speed test track which they usually don't take pictures there um, unless they're releasing a car. So it was this weird-looking uh, Bugatti Chiron, and it looked like it was wrapped with something. So my initial thought was, here's a cam- you know, camouflaged car. They're, you know, it's the next, you know, it's a Bugatti Chiron SS or something. Something, yeah. Um, so I, I went right by it. Uh, then I saw this other story, um, and it was a video. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was on the Bugatti Chiron Lego car. And I, I, I was like, that's kind of weird. So I opened it up, and I'm sure you guys know, Lego has, um, other than $800 Star Wars <laughs> special edition, uh, you know, like Millennium Falcons that are never in stock. Um, they also have their Connects line. I think it's Connects, right? Yeah, yeah, um, they and they've got like a handful of cars. So they've, you know, like you can get a Porsche GT2 RS. You know, there's like a couple F1 cars. And they're like really detailed versions of cars. So what Lego did is partnered with Bugatti to make a one-to-one scale Lego version of the Bugatti car. And it's the most, un- if you can find the video online, I highly recommend checking. It's like a minute and a half little like, you know, clip of them assembling this car. If you're not like watching this video, if you haven't seen this video right now, this is a drivable Lego car. It, yeah, it has active arrow. So the Bugatti, you know, from the Veyron and the Chiron, it has active arrow. So a spoiler pops up at high speed, you know, and then lowers itself down again when it's going, when it's in like super high speed mode. Um, so it has active arrow. It has Lego dials. So the speedometer and tack actually move and are just Lego pieces. Steering wheel. All of this is made out of Lego. And it's powered by 339 different... Um, oh, sorry. No, no, it's 339 different types of Lego pieces. But it has... Um, let me find here in my notes. Uh, 24 motors. So it it's you know got like five horsepower or something stupid, but um, it actually is using Lego, you know, electric motors. Yeah, they said it was like ninety some odd percent Lego parts. It's so I think it's insane. Yeah, there's probably they probably have, and I didn't like study the video, but they probably have some like metal framework just to keep the thing together. It looks like there was some metal in the motor yeah, mount system but, too, but. but primarily made out of Lego, and I thought that was you know freaking awesome i wonder what the transmission looks like it's got to be like it's got to be crazy it's got to be gigantic to transfer power from those little lego motors to get a thing is just insane it's 3300 pounds 
and you know, one-to-one scale. So like it was trippy because this morning I saw it and I was like, that's kind of a weird looking wrap. And then this afternoon I was like, that wasn't a wrap. That was a car made out of freaking Lego driving down their test track. It looks like the future. It is the future. It looks like yeah, the future. Yeah, that's, that's re- renewable energy right there in the form of Lego. So yeah, I thought I thought that'd be kind of a fun thing to talk about. Um, that is pretty I, fun. I like it when I like it when two completely different companies uh, join together. Um, you know, as, you know, some promotional thing. I mean, you you get totally transparent, um, but it is uh, it's pretty interesting. All right, what else you got for me, Bill? Okay, so this I wanted to talk about. Um, Apple announced its event, the you know whatever whatever they call that damn thing. Like the, they call it what the keynote, the yeah, Apple keynote Apple. or something. So they they've set the date uh, September twelfth, uh, next big event um, with the new new iPhone um, coming out. So we'll we'll get to see what the next iPhone is. But the reason that I wanted to to talk about this, um, they've been in. I mean. They're always in the freaking news, um, and rightly so, because they're a massive company. But it's it's interesting from a business standpoint, um, and I'll tell you why. They are the first company to to be valued at a trillion dollars. So it's yeah, the first crazy. Trillion, first trillion dollar company ever. Um, maybe like a year ago, year and a half ago, I think Amazon was on track for that. Um, and I don't think anyone would be surprised at that which is why they were kind of like Amazon is going to be uh you know the first trillion dollar company. So when when Apple hit that trillion dollar mark it was it was kind of a big deal because not they weren't under the radar but you know it, it was just like a, it was surprising given the momentum that Amazon has. And the reason I find it particularly interesting because when you look at all of the the main the big companies right now you've got uh Amazon You've got Google, you've got um, Facebook. You know, you know the the properties that that they own. Um, you know, you've got Snap Inc. You've got Uber. You've got um, you know Lyft. All all of these companies, all of the like the main big hot companies, um, don't sell anything tangible. They're all services. They're all subscription-based. They're all advertising-based. And then Apple, their revenue is coming from hardware. And when you think about how, like, the staggering amounts of iPhones that that company is moving right now, it's unbelievable. I mean, most of you are probably listening to us on an iPhone right now. Um, And Tony has a Huawei. That's a Huawei. 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 And I've got a Samsung, so we're not we're not fanboys. We're by not any means. iPhone fanboys, but I don't know how you could not be a fan of Apple. You could not be into their ecosystem. You could not be into the iPhone. You could be totally against it, in fact. But from like from an you know being an American and being into tech and you know being interested in business, it is what they've been able to do is absolutely astounding. Yeah, any distaste I have for Apple. Google also shares. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like... Um, yeah. And you, you forgot Microsoft, but it's another... Microsoft. Another yeah, software right, right, company, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, they yeah. sell some hardware, but it's, it's yeah, yeah. minimal. Yeah, the pr- yeah and, and again, Apple does have, you know, a share of their revenue um, is software-based, 
you know, they, they do sell advertising, they've got iTunes, they've got, you know, Apple Music, and, you know, they've, they've got other things going on besides the hardware, but, I mean, it's an overwhelming percentage of their revenue is from hardware, and, you know, looking at the, the iPhone ten, I mean, that was a $1,000 telephone. It's absolutely insane, and how many of you that bought that is just staggering to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm... I'm- you know, I think what's really interesting to me about this, and I thought about this when they hit the billion dollar mark too, is I feel like um, these companies, uh, Google and Apple especially, right? Because I feel like a lot of the other companies that are that big, like Microsoft and Amazon, have already kind of faced it. Um, they're going to have to face Congress at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, Amazon kind of caught this with sales tax, was, yeah. was a big issue for them, mm-hmm. which did kind of slow their progress. I mean, their name became so big that they kind of had to pay the piper, you yeah. know? And I feel like Google and Apple have found a way to stay offshore long enough to to kind of avoid... Oh, 100%. Uh, and Google's actually getting it right now, actually. Uh, Google's getting hit right now, yeah. I mean, I, I've followed this aspect of it, and that's a, I'm, like, I'm glad you brought that up because it's, you know, working in the tech industry, we try to stay away from this kind of stuff um, because it can get a little bit messy and it gets political and then it get then it really gets messy. Yeah. I mean like non-politically, no sides here. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not from like a content, you know, side left or right, but just like politically from a, you know, like what are they doing? Like, I mean, Zuckerberg, that whole thing with him in front of Congress. Yeah. Crazy, crazy and hilarious. And, you know, again, the opinions that, you know, our opinions are not, uh, you know, not shared by any other person or entity, but like, what a jackass. Yeah. Like just such a lying little creep. Like, sorry, Senator, I have to get back to you with that. Like how many of those senators actually got back to him? He's a robot. Yeah. I'll have my team get back to you on that. I don't know, Senator. And and I don't care if it's Barack Obama or Donald Trump or whatever. Right. Uh, I feel like as I think all Americans would probably agree, like we need to call these companies to task a bit on kind of their their ability to kind of shuck their financial responsibility to the country, you know. And yeah, and yeah. I, you know, and I think that there's a lot of you know scheming kind of behind the scenes on how these companies stay out of this. You know what I mean? It's a strategy, and I understand. It's, that. Yeah, it's it's PR. Yeah, I mean the whole the you know the Zuckerberg thing with um, you know the the privacy and the, I mean, I'm, I'm blanking on the names because I've, you know, it was just, it was long enough ago that I've kind of blocked the details out, but basically, you know, he gets called in front of Congress to testify about a company that was getting information from people's friends. Yeah. What were they called? It, well, there was fusion GPS was, was one of the companies. Um, and one of the, the lead people at fusion GPS was like, that wasn't a loophole. That was a sold feature. Yeah, this was this was thousands what, of apps. We made you sign up for this. Yeah. You said okay. Thousands of apps use that technology. So to think that that Apple and Google are not doing the same thing, if you don't think that, you're stupid. Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're mentally insane person. And the the crazy part about it is we're kind of knowingly 
letting them into our lives. And we're we're subsidizing their business. That's what I mean. Like from financially subsidizing their business, inviting them into our homes and then uh, agreeing to give them this information. It's like at some point we have to say like we're too dumb to be allowed. Like we need to take intervention and manage the situation. And, and Google just kind of announced or, you know, was made to admit that even with uh, location turned off on your phone, they still track it. Like, that's a really scary thing. But then think about your daily interaction with, and just using Google as an example. Um, and, f- I mean, Facebook too. Like, Facebook used to be a place where you could, you know, look up old friends from high school or, you know, try to find the name of that chick you want to hook up with in the dorms oh, yeah. or, you know, whatever. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was essentially a date, you know, yeah, essentially stalk- a dating website. Yeah, you look know. up the person that you're supposed to go on a date, your yeah. friend's friend. Yeah, it was just like a, a stalking platform. Yeah. But it was like, I mean, it was designed, um, you know, on the innocent side, you know, as a way to connect to old friends and keep up with people and all that kind of stuff. And Google, they're a search engine. Like the beginning of their life was, you know, do you have a question for the internet? We'll go find it for you. What picture you want us to find? Yeah. You know? So, you know, the the fact that we're willing participants in their massive amounts of data gathering is what makes their product so good and which makes it so convenient for us. You know, Google had their, you know, their famous uh, mission statement, do no evil, which is a really subjective thing to say. Like, what does that mean? Um, And then their, you know, uh, objective number two was, and, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was basically like to present, to give people access to information in a clear, easy and usable way. Like, that is another subjective thing. Like it sounds flowery and nice and you know, like an objective three was get that money. Yeah. And yeah. objective three, the unwritten one that they, you know, really small print is just get paid. Get, yeah, get paid. You know, it's like the underpants gnomes, yeah. just profit. Don't get high on your own supply, get paid. <laughs> Rule Step three. three, profit. <laughs> so it's like, it's super crazy. Um, dynamic of like what they're doing is largely effed up. Um, how they're doing it is largely effed up in in implementation and also the fact that they're hide, they're trying to hide it probably um, and the fact that no one really cares yeah no one cares nobody totally in. nobody gives a shit yeah. I really don't care I have location services on because you know what it's convenient for me to get the little notification that hey your your commute home is four minutes longer. I just don't care because I think the gross things they know about me are less gross than the gross <laughs> things they know about other people. Like, they're gross. Yeah. But they're like... like I can't be as bad as that Yeah, guy. like, you know, I've searched for some weird stuff in my day, but it's oh, not yeah. like yeah. illegal stuff, or, right. you know, or like... I'm pretty... As much as I'm in my head, yeah. like, terrified at my own thoughts, it's not as bad as what I imagine most people are. Yeah, it's not the worst thoughts. Yeah, like, most of you people listening are great people. Like, fantastic, smart, intelligent, fun. I think, yeah, even people that search terrible things, I think, are yeah, good people. Yeah, like, I, like I, would, I would probably, I would want to be friends with most of you listening right now. But there are some of you listening who are crazy and stay away from me. You know who you are, and leave me alone. But... 
you probably your search history is probably way messier than mine. So if Google knows what I'm searching, eh, so be it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. If it makes my life more convenient, which is kind of the goal of all this crap and which is why we're so soft as, yeah, like as a people. We've abandoned like, everything. I wanna, yeah, I want to be more comfortable than I am currently. So, you know, these services are helping me do that. You know, I can sit on my couch now. I don't have to reach down to my phone to find out how tall... Emma Stone is. I just ask, hey, Google, how tall is Emma Stone? And it tells me. What, what the sheep. hell is that? What like, a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that little thing light up in the middle of a conversation in the corner of my eye. It knows. Like, I know it's listening. And, you know, it's like, are you okay with that or are you not? Because they are listening. They know everything. And if they're not, you still need to assume that that is the case. Yeah. And they, they don't care. You know, and I think that's the thing. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to say this is the thing that makes me feel better, but it's like you're just a don't, person. You're just a number. They don't care. Like you know, you're what a I mean? stat. Like yeah, if you wanted to search something, not even disgusting, but something that you feel like didn't fit your values one time, because, yeah, because you got on a whim and decided to, yeah, like that's not a thing. Like that's never right. something, They're never going to use that against you. No, no, you and yeah, I mean? and like, it's just yeah. It's like, hey, I wonder if that thing fits in there. Yeah, and you go online and you look it up, and you're now a you know males between twenty five and forty. Search this term twenty five percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's all you are. Yeah, you're a marketing. You're a sellable yeah, marketing. You know, like, data point for them. Yeah, but you know, I, and I understand the concerns. Like, I understand where you fear it could get dangerous, right? Because you could single people out, right? Yes, you can. Absolutely. There are, and do, yeah, don't, we're, we're kind of making light of it. Like, who cares? But there, there are some serious consequences um, and things that we're going to have to face if we continue to go down this road, which we are. Yeah, but I think we're really approaching a future where, um, you know, I, I, you know, Joe Rogan always kind of like states this, right? That we're approaching a future where privacy won't be a thing. Right? It's, it, it, I mean, and I think we're almost, we're already there. In yeah, a large I mean, I think ex- once we realize content. we have to abandon this anonymity, like on the internet, and it's like, you know, if you've like visited a prostitute or yeah. done cocaine or you know what I mean or whatever your yeah. whatever your things are, you don't want to tell people about like that those things are going to be available to people to know you know what i mean and it's like um or you know you got a dui or whatever your thing is like like those things are going to be public and they're going to be instantly searchable by people that don't know you and randomly meet you and you might be on the that's a good thing side of the story or that's a bad thing you know it's like hey maybe it will make people more accountable yeah um but but, that's the future we're approaching but maybe we're going to become and again the, you know our opinions are not shared by um i don't know if you've heard this story but china has a social standing ranking oh yeah they, they score you off of your social media activity what grades you get what things you buy at the store what tv you watch and they actually have a number that they give you and it give it it determines like what kind of interest rates you get, if you can buy a car, how, you know, I mean, it's like, it is over the top. Okay, so if that score is out of 100, what's the best score to get? Like, where would you want to be? You don't uh, want to be too high. Yeah, I don't want to make it look like I cooked the books. Right, and, well, you, and you, you know, you want to live life. Yeah. So you want to be high. Yeah, I'm going to go high 80s. I feel like if I'm if I'm in the high 80s, I'm still getting the best of the programs available, but I'm also having my discreet fun. I want to be 69. 69. You. Just like, like, what they're like, what you're saying. Yeah, like, like 69. 69. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, okay, okay. Yeah, you're, all right. Are you you're cool, good. Man? All right. You're yeah. cool, man. Whatever. So you did all that stuff just to lower your score. All right. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to tell you. Commitment. That's I what, like it. Okay. That's okay. always going to be my excuse, right? <laughs> you get the score to 69, yeah. bro. <laughs> I started that bar fight yeah. just for the number. You know me. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was a tangent coming from the first trillion dollar company to. Uh, big brothers watching you to you know 69 social score yeah yeah but yeah i mean that that's the road i mean that's where we could be heading if we you know don't curtail it somehow so you're saying apple's having a keynote apple's having a keynote <laughs> and the date of that is september what is it 13th fault i think is what you said yeah something so it's sometime in september Get 2018 papers out of here yeah all right we, bill i think we're uh i think we're getting to the uh to the head of this thing um, where can people find you? You can if they f- want to hear more about Mr. <laughs> if, Bill. If you want to see all of my uh, personal information, <laughs> no, not that. I mean, like, do you have a Twitter? <laughs> yes, or a yeah. Twitch? It's it's. Uh, I'll spell it out because it can be kind of confusing if it's not spelled out. So it's B I L L four L E. The number four L E. So my last name is Forelli, and the phonetic it's phonetically four L E. So all my like social media crap is all bill for le um but don't follow me on twitter because i don't tweet but that's your twitch your twitter. But that's my twitch thing yeah so if you want to if you want to learn how to fly airplanes uh and air traffic control and hang out with a bunch of aviation nerds you can go to bill for le for lima echo <laughs> so nerdy dude. all right so if you want to find me um my uh, Twitch and my Twitter is Toneface Killer, just like Ghostface Killer, but with T O N E at the beginning. T O N E F A C E K I L L A with an H at the end. Uh, and that's Twitch and Twitter. Um, I'm always kind of general gaming. I do a lot of Gundam building. Um, Which is interesting. If you guys, even if you're not interested in it, it's worth checking out at least once to see to see that I mean, yeah. we, we we did a build uh earlier this week a pc build and i refer to it as you know like adult legos oh yeah but yeah. this is even more adult legos i don't even know if it's for adults but yeah it think <laughs> you got to be at least 14 it says on the box so it's like it's like one of those adult coloring books sort of yeah I can you know see it, that. it's just like it's something that you're like maybe not supposed to do you know finger quotes i could but, never do them as a kid i, I never had the yeah. patience like I, I but it's like a relaxing Thing to do i kind of bought into it when i was younger and i could never get yeah. into it when i was a kid and now i, I find it very relaxing yeah. and they make for like good centerpieces for great stream chats yeah but yeah if you if you are like an actual video game nerd like a true video game nerd definitely check out tony because he's he does the like cross section of actual video game nerd endorsement <laughs> It's better than my endorsement. If you're an aviation nerd and have no idea what, what a mouse and keyboard is for. Or if you want to talk to you and your lovely wife. That's true. Yeah, she's on there every You guys are while. such a handsome couple. It's so fun to hang out and uh, chit-chat with you guys. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Yeah, she She's like, now she went from like reluctantly being on stream to like, hey, do you need any help? It's shameful you make it wear gunners, though. It's so shameful. <laughs> it's like you're going to wear these aviators yeah, it's and this a, leather jacket and so you're going to sit there. With the fan blowing and your scarf flapping in the wind. Okay. Well, I think that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, love yeah, that you guys. Was, We're that out. was a good first episode of Tech Yeah. Yeah, I think it was uh, a pretty good time. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you in episode two, guys. All right. See you soon. Bye.